The marijuana industry is constantly changing with new laws, rules, and regulations. And whether you're working in the field or investing in it, you need to know what's happening. We keep you up to date by bringing you the latest information on the marijuana industry. So get ready, because this is the M News Now. Hey, it's Monday, April 4th, 2022. I'm your host, Catherine Cole, and here's the latest. American WNBA superstar and Olympian Brittany Griner is still detained in Russia over a few grams of cannabis oil cartridges for a vape pen. Griner was arrested at the international airport in Moscow on February 24th, just before Russia attacked the Ukraine. She'll be there until at least May 19th, but could be facing as much as 10 years in jail for just a few grams of cannabis oil. Griner's case is a reminder that not all countries are progressive in their understanding of this beneficial plant. Possession of cannabis in some countries can result in many years in jail, and in some cases, the death penalty. Just last year, a 24-year-old British football coach was arrested in the United Arab Emirates after four small bottles of CBD vape oil were found in his car. The CBD oil contained traces of THC, which is illegal in the United Arab Emirates. He was charged with trafficking and given a 25-year sentence, which was later reduced to 10 years on appeal. And that's just for CBD. The use and possession of cannabis in Saudi Arabia could cost you up to six months in prison and corporal punishment. Cannabis trafficking can cost you from two to ten years in prison. And the illegal sale of large quantities could lead to the death penalty, although it's very rare. Cannabis is widely consumed in Egypt, despite it being illegal. Penalties for possession can be severe, and you can face up to one year in prison, plus a fine. Trafficking is punished with death and has been as recently as 2013 on a 74-year-old British citizen. In Singapore, you could face up to 10 years in prison and a fine of up to $20,000 just for possession. Trafficking, importing, or exporting more than 500 grams could cost you the death penalty. A 41-year-old man was sentenced to death last year after being convicted of bringing at least two pounds of cannabis into Singapore in 2018. In Malaysia, medical cannabis is legal. However, anyone in possession of seven ounces of cannabis is considered a drug trafficker and sentenced to death, and their local news have reported on several of these in the last few years. Just last September of 2021, a man was executed by hanging for possession of 10.5 ounces of cannabis. Smaller amounts of cannabis possession could result in up to 10 years of jail. According to a report, between 2008 and 2018, the Iranian government executed an average of 380 people per year for individuals who'd committed a crime related to possession or sale of drugs. The data didn't specify how many were related to cannabis, though. There are even more countries with a death penalty for cannabis crimes in the Middle East, Africa, and Asia, but they seem to be more rare and the data is not very clear. Suffice to say, leave the cannabis at home when you're traveling internationally. Cannabis businesses around the country are still waiting for the federal government to pass legislation for safe banking. This past week, Pennsylvania took action to benefit its own state's cannabis business. A Senate state committee approved bipartisan legislation to give cannabis businesses better access to banking and insurance services. According to local news station, Local 21, the bill puts safeguards in place so that banks and insurers can do business with the medical cannabis industry without fear of penalty. One of the bill's authors, Senator John DeSanto, said, 
Access to financial and insurance services is essential for operating any business, and it's against the public interest to relegate a multi-billion dollar industry to deal in piles of cash. The second author of the bill, Democrat Sharif Street, added that they wanted to do something because right now, most banks are scared to do anything. In another outstanding part of their new legislation, the state will also now allow medical cannabis businesses the ability to deduct ordinary business expenses on their state taxes. Let's hope that more states take notice of this and take similar action to benefit their cannabis businesses as well. Washington State's treasurer, Mike Pellicciotti, wrote an open letter asking his colleagues in other states to put pressure on Congress to take action on the safe banking for cannabis industries. Pellicciotti's letter said, We can no longer have this industry without access to banking when billions of dollars are changing hands in cash each year. It's just not safe to have this financial volume in cash. You rob the places where the cash is. The Seattle Times reported earlier this month that there have been around 67 armed robberies so far in 2022, which is double what it was last year. There have also been several deaths during some of these robberies. Pellicciotti noted that these deaths are even more tragic because they're preventable. In an interview with Marijuana Moment last month, Colorado's treasurer, Dave Young, another vocal support of federal banking reform, said cannabis businesses in his state have a hard time finding an armored car service that will actually take them up on a contract and move their money. Some cannabis businesses have managed to find limited banking services through credit unions or creative accounting, but it's hard to find and comes at a steep price. Most, however, are still operating solely in cash. Pellicciotti, who also spoke at the event, said, A decade of congressional dithering is enough. In his letter to colleagues, he said, The U.S. House of Representatives has passed the Safe Banking Act six times. I remain hopeful that the Safe Banking Act can finally pass the Senate this year with our collective efforts. The Bipartisan Safe Banking Act stands for Secure and Fair Enforcement Banking. It was first introduced by Representative Ed Perlmutter. Currently, the Safe Banking Act is included on a separate manufacturing and innovation bill the America Competes Act. That measure is now headed to a committee where members will negotiate which parts to include in a final bill to send to the president. Currently, the Safe Banking Act is included in a separate manufacturing and innovation bill, the America Competes Act. That measure is now headed to a committee where members will negotiate which parts to include in a final bill to send to the president. Having the Safe Banking Act passed as a standalone bill would be the preferred choice, but Perlmutter said he would do whatever he needs to do to get it passed. In February, he said he planned to offer the Safe Banking Act as an amendment to every single bill I possibly can until it's passed. Beginning on April 1st, Oregon's edible cannabis products are now able to add up to as much as twice the THC they were able to add last year. Previously, that limit had been 5 milligrams per serving, and a package was limited to 50 milligrams total. Now their limit is 10 milligrams per serving and 100 milligrams per package. Oregon's products are now in line with the levels that most other legal cannabis states allow. That's all you need to know for today. Be sure to keep listening for the latest updates and follow us on themnewsnow.com. Later.